Merrimack travels down to Providence for its second hockey's game of the season, and Providence wins three to two. With us is the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Mark Dennehy. And Mark, uh, the end of this the, the, this game tonight ended very differently than it began. Uh, you guys totally dominated the third period. Um, looked like it took you guys a little bit of time to get going, but then when you did, you played very well. Yeah, it, I thought we were ready to go, and um, you know, I, I don't I don't think that it was a lack of co- competing, but uh, probably more a lack of execution. I didn't think it. I thought it took us way too long to establish how we wanted to play, and, and so that first period was definitely uh, tilted towards Providence. But uh, I thought we weathered the storm, and, and uh, you know, coming out just down a goal, it's still a ball game. So, um, you know, it, it did. I think at the end of the day, it really it just took us too long to, to establish how we wanted to play. Was confidence a part of it? It seemed like they were maybe a step faster than you guys in the first, and maybe it took some time for you guys to realize that, that you could play at that pace. Well, I think in their lineup, I think they have one freshman forward, one sophomore forward. Now, this, this is a, an upperclassman-laden team uh, and a good team. Uh, you know, it looked to me like there was a group of guys that knew how they wanted to play and were ready to do it, and a couple and a group of guys that, you know, were still kind of unsure about what we needed to do. As the game went on, uh, proud of our guys that thought we kept coming and and uh, we refined some things and thought we got better as the game went on. We talk about wanting to get better, you know, period by period. Um, you know, we got better today. Yeah, one of those areas was face-offs where the guy, they had a pretty big edge in you uh, on you after the first period, and I think well even into the second period. But uh, I mean, Hampus Gustafson, for instance, who's led you all year in, play, in face-offs, he, he had a, you know he struggled in the first period, got better and better as the game went along, and he ended up over 500 for the night. You know what? This is one of those things that uh, is not going to sound very analytical, um, but I, I almost think that face-offs are like a momentum thing where you can kind of get in a groove and, and, and win a couple, and, and you can also get in a groove and lose a couple because that's kind of how it's been for us all year long is, you know, we're either winning them or losing them, uh, but they're, they're definitely in, in bunches. Yep. Uh, so you're trailing one to nothing, as you said, after the, the first period, second period, you come out, you, <clears throat> you're able to... Uh, uh, kill off the rest of the penalty after you're killing off the five on three in the first and then they had a shot originally ruled in you called the timeout it was the right call you you uh uh were able to get the the, the play overruled for, what, what was the ruling on that play as far as why there was no goal uh right away i looked to raz and, and he was very animated about the fact that he felt like he had been interfered with uh before the shot took uh you know and and uh i i asked him you know from from 200 feet away three or four times uh, I also thought we needed a timeout anyways, down 2 nothing. We didn't want this game to get away from us, so why not? You know, and it ends up he was right. Um, you know, he, he, the guy did clip his skate a little bit and caught him off balance. And uh, so not only did we get, the, did we get the, the goal called back, we got our timeout back, which thankful thankful for uh, Coach Gill and the Coach Carr because I forgot we had the timeout back. Uh, yeah. I almost didn't call a timeout at the end of the game, so uh, kudos to both those guys. They ended up getting the goal, uh, another goal later on anyway, to make it two nothing at the end of the the, uh, the penalty kill again. You killed off two five on threes tonight, and I look at guys like Kyle Singleton and, and Clayton Jardine out there, Jonathan Lashen who skated with them on defense, and, and the other guys that you put out there like Ben Ba. And the, the effort I thought of the penalty killers tonight, even though you did give up a goal, was was pretty solid in in helping you to remain in the game. I mean, we were on a five on three for about four minutes today. You know, uh, they had five minutes uh, of power play time and two shots on net. That's pretty good killing, you know. I thought our guys battled their tails off. I thought special teams were effective on both sides. Um, but, you know, you look at those little things, the Jards and Singles and Benny, uh, you know, let's not forget Mans and Lash and Colo. There's some 
humongous efforts, and you can get a lot of momentum off those. And, and uh, you know, I, I thought we did at, at points in that game. And you mentioned the, the power play. That's another area that I know you've been trying to get going. And you got two different units, picked up goals tonight, so that's got to be a positive too. Yeah, it is. I, I, I didn't think that, that we moved the puck around as well as we have in the past. But So so it's funny how, how we will view the power plays uh, when we go back and watch them. It'll be interesting to see if, if actually we did some good things. We scored, which at the end of the day is, is the best thing you can do on the power play. So our guys are going to get points for that right off the bat. But... Uh, and it was good when it needed to be. We got some pucks to the net. We really battled. Uh, that second goal was just great effort because yeah. we didn't really get, get much depth. It was sort of a pile-up at the blue line. And then all of a sudden we won a puck battle, it spread the zone, and Mark Baig made a nice play to Brian, and, and uh, we ended up getting that, that second goal. Yeah, it looked like, uh, I mean, all night long I think you wanted to try to get Gillies moving. He's a big goaltender, so that's usually the case. But in both goals you were able to get him moving. I think Chase Hennig looked like he, he was got him to move off the post a little on his goal. And then and then on the uh, on Brian Christie's goal, got him moving as well, that he was able to get a redirection in on him and then put the rebound in. Yeah, real nice pass by scenes, too, to Jason. And Jason came right to the net and kind of he was, he was deep and I uh, was able to just ride right up him. I almost rode up his shirt and went into the top corner. Um, nice play, real nice play on that. And, you know, again, I think power play a lot of times is personnel driven. You know, uh, we work on it a lot, but we, I think you know plays like scenes made today, Mark Baiega made, Ryan Christie. You know, those are plays that they're tough to coach. Uh, you don't really draw those up. A lot of times, power play goals, not even you know you haven't even drawn those up. It's just good players making good plays. So what happened in the third period there? Like we said, you totally dominated the period. I think you out attempted them 21 to three, 16 to two in the faceoffs, as we said. But even aside from the numbers, I mean, it was just clear. I think we were more than halfway through the period, and I don't know if they had possession in the end of the ice at all yet. At, at that point, uh, what what changed in that period? Well, they say a two goal lead is one of the hardest ones to hold, and, and uh, but I think what what happened first of all is we started getting pucks behind them and and putting them in good places where we could go re-engage and attack uh, won some battles uh, we were able to spread the zone and then you know it, it's almost like you fall into a rut where um, you, you defend and you're so tired you get it out but you don't get it all the way down and we just come right back and attack again and you get tired bodies out there um, you know after that I thought part of it was that they were up three to one and they were you know basically just trying to run the clock down and and do a good job of just keeping us to the outside. So I think it was a combination of things, but I think it started with us getting the puck behind their D and getting it in good spots and getting after it. And uh, we only touched on it briefly early, but I thought Rasmus Tiernan's play, especially early in the game, was was pretty key And when, when they were carrying play to keep it to a one nothing game and give you guys that chance to get back in it later. I mean, you think about the three goals that beat him. You know, it's, it's a, a play where our guy knocks him into the net, yeah. okay? It's a, a five-on-three goal. Uh, again, that kind of goes off a skate, and then it's a, a goal mouth goal where he's already made a couple saves and he's down on his back. So he, he definitely, I thought, played well, and he just he's playing with poise too. You know, you can. I mean, it, there was a, there was a play. I don't know if it was the first period or the third period, but a play to his blocker side, and he knew we were tired, and he literally just directed it into the screen so that we could get a change. Those are the type of things that a veteran goaltender, uh, you know, make, and it can be the difference between giving up a goal or getting the puck out of your zone. The goal that you did give up late in the second period had a chance to be a backbreaker, but uh, if anything, it only seemed to, uh, you guys resolved, uh, you know, increased the resolve. You came out even stronger in the third period and, and really took control of the game. Well, it was the game winner, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's the part you kind of kick yourself because I thought on a couple of their goals we, we could have done better jobs, uh, you know. 
but one of the things these guys have done a good job of is not, you know, we talk about scoreboard doesn't matter until the final horn. And, uh, you know, coming down, we're down two goals. It's about making it, all right, let's make it a one-goal game, and we just kept coming. So proud of these guys and, and how they, they you know, finished the game. Uh, we need to, to establish our game earlier in the game for us to have a chance. I do want to touch on Jace briefly because we haven't had a chance to talk to him yet, uh, talk about him yet too much, but he was the warrior of the game tonight. So just want to get your thoughts on his play and, and how he's fit in that line, continues to play very well. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's a, he's a real smart player. He, he's very good at puck possession. He's got good poise. Um, he doesn't panic with it, you know. Um, and part of it is because he can protect it. So even if he's under heat, he's able to put the puck in a safe place. Um, whereas some guys just, you know, might throw it away. It's on a stick. And uh, he's also conscientious, you know. I think there were times in junior hockey where even we were a little frustrated because we felt like he was in a real defensive role. And, and now I know why. It's because he's conscientious. And, uh, you know... So he's good on both sides of the puck, and uh, you know he's, he's been playing well, and that line's definitely been playing with more confidence. Yeah, I, I touched on it briefly when I talked with him, but uh, you've got three guys there that I'm guessing maybe one of the reasons you, you keep them, continue to keep them together, that, that, that they play so well, is that each, each guy brings something different to the line, and, and, and the whole maybe is, is greater than the sum of the parts. Well, some of the parts are pretty good too, yeah, uh, yeah. but, but I, I do think that they like playing together, and they definitely bring something a little different to the table that's for sure um, you know so they've, they've been better more than they haven't been which is good and they've been playing a lot of different scenarios alright so tomorrow night you have Providence back in your place uh, I believe the game is sold out which is terrific that you sell it out ahead of time and interest continues to be strong so that's good um, what happened? What do you? What adjustments, if anything, for tomorrow night? What do you guys need to do tomorrow night to come back home? Obviously, playing the same way that you were able to play in the third period would help. But in general, what do you guys need to do? I think we've got to uh, defend a little bit better in our zone, and, and and when we get possession of the puck, we can't give it back to them. You know, I thought the first period, a lot of that was because we were defending. You know, the trouble we got into even in the second period, that goal, their third goal, was because we had the puck, we gave it back to them, and then we had to defend again, and it's very tiring. Um, you know. They did it to us in stages in the first primarily, and then we did it to them in stages and in the third primarily. It's going to be who, is, who establishes their game the longest. So, um, you know, I think it's something we can learn from. They're a good team, and, and we, I think, prove tonight that we can play with them. All right, thanks, Mark. We'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks, Mike.